The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready to be inspired, uplifted, and motivated to greatness? It's time for Star Style. Be the star you are. With your effervescent personal growth coaches, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, and health specialist, Heather Brittany. Define your vision, discover your passion, and design your future in this power-packed hour of life-changing talk radio. Featuring authors and success experts dedicated to helping you achieve the results you deserve. Be entertained, edutained, encouraged, and empowered. Smile, have fun, and celebrate you. Explore your potential and embrace your possibilities with your hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on Star Style. Be the star you are, starting right now. Well, hello there, Power Partners, and welcome to Radio's Finest Hour of Power. It's Star Style, Be the Star You Are, a program of positive book talk and positive living. My name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Whitney. And we are thrilled to be your personal growth success coaches here with you every week on Thursdays from 3 to 4 Pacific and 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern on World Talk Radio, where the world comes to talk and listen. We know you have a plan for your life, that you've set goals, and you know where you want to go. There's always going to be detours, and that's where we come in. We want to ignite your power and help you shoot for the stars. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by both Heather Brittany and myself, Cynthia Bryan, for your next SAG after film or commercial or any print project, give us a holler and we'll put you in touch with our agent, 925-377-STAR or email Cynthia at star-style.com. And I have two miracle moments for today. The first one's a Navajo saying, which I just love. You will be remembered forever by the tracks you leave. And the second is from Victor Borgia. If I have caused just one person to wipe away a tear of laughter, that's my reward. I like that, Heather. I think that it's a great thing that we can help people laugh. Well, you know, I was telling you, Heather, that the other night I attended a terrific presentation sponsored by SAG-AFTRA that had two prominent audiobook narrators on who have actually narrated books from um, many of the authors that have graced our airwaves. And for all the listeners around the world who might be interested in audio recordings, in the next few months, we'll bring one or both of these voices to our radio shows to discuss how they bring a book alive. And it's so different than a few years back when I narrated a portion of the audiobook Chicken Soup for the Gardener's Soul, a book I also co-wrote with Jack Canfield and Mark Victor Hansen. The audio uh, industry, the audiobook industry has just exploded, and the way books are handled is so different. So it was fascinating to learn about this and 
Heather, actually, you would be great doing these. Oh, you would. Well, that gets us to today's show because in segment two, I am so excited because one of my lifestyle philosopher heroes, Alexandra Stoddard, will be joining us with her newest book of wisdom. She has authored 28 books and still counting. I know. Wow. I want to write 18, and I thought that's a lot, but I've only written six. But (laughs) I have so far to go, but it's so exciting because I have read all of her books over the years, and she really is amazing. In segment three, it's Animal House time because the only member of your family who spends more time in your home than you probably do is your pet. I think Dulce probably does, right, Heather? So I'm mm-hmm. going to give you a few decorating tips as well as other strategies to help keep you and your animal friends happy and healthy. But coming right up in T for Two Health Matters, Heather Brittany, our health specialist, is going to give us the lowdown on this epidemic of prescription uh, drug abuse among teens. According to the Office of National Drug Control Policy, this uh, teen abuse has been skyrocketing in drug fatalities more than doubled among teens and young adults between the years 2000 and 2008. 36,450 overdose deaths in the U.S. One teen was interviewed by Diablo magazine and was quoted as saying, you take a pill to get up, to focus, to get the job done. Then you take something to relax you, to calm you down. So you take another pill. It's just a slippery slope to addiction. Heather, tell us, what is this new face of addiction, prescription drug abuse? Yeah, well, exactly. Something, you know, this is a new realm when it comes to uh, things that, you know, our kids are involved with. It used to be the worries about kids getting, you know, taking alcohol from parents, but now it's prescription drugs. And it's actually easier to get alcohol sometimes than prescription drugs for kids, and there's more of a market for it. Um, something, you know, a lot of times, uh, they actually, sorry, I lost my, my thought there. I think that the number, as we were saying before, the number of teens taking prescription gr- drugs has just exploded. It's about 10 times higher um, than it was in the 1960s. And the important part, you know, about teenagers and parents, this is a conversation parents didn't really used to have with their parents. You know, you have the sex talk or you have the drug talk or the alcohol talk, but we never really touched on prescription drugs. And in, uh, in a recent study, they showed that this is the 11th straight year that um, prescription drug overdoses has risen. Um, again, about 60% of that is due uh, to prescription drug overdose. And the comment gets to it is what's causing kids to want to do this? Why is it more available? Um, it's kind of on 50-50 with things. One is more kids are, some of this medication is their own. They're being diagnosed with ADHD or anxiety, stress, which is crazy to think, you know, that ADHD... And sometimes they're being misdiagnosed or they're just given drugs to, you know, because the parents want to calm them down or something. Exactly. And I, I want to say, first off, I am such a supporter of of people taking a drug for a prescribed reason, for needing it. And um, so I'm not saying, you know, that people are being over-medicated. I think sometimes some things are being overlooked. And actually, that's um, a kind of a, a misconception why a lot of teens get themselves into dangerous situations when it comes to prescription drugs, because there's that... Um, 
own feeling of almost confidence or security that this is a prescribed drug, that a doctor prescribed this to someone, even if it's not themselves, instead of saying, you know, a street drug. Um, but the thing is, uh, when people meet with their doctors to get prescribed, saying it's a legitimate reason and they're not doctor shopping, um, your brain works in certain ways. So that's why, for example, um, certain things such, you know, as uh, Ritalin, for some people's brain uh, that needs that ASU, that needs that focus, when they take it, it's, it's a form of methylene, um, which is almost a prescribed way of speed in a way. Um, your brain functions differently. So why one person may take this and feel high and feel really energetic, someone else may take it and it calms them down because they are naturally so energetic and, and have a hard time. And same thing when it goes with uh, pain medication. Um, I, for example, I know when I had my wisdom teeth, I was in the most horrific pain. And for me, pain medication, those high things, I, it really upsets my stomach. I don't enjoy it. But being in that much pain, it helped soothe it. I wasn't feeling high off it. I was feeling sort of uh, taking the edge off the fact that I had teeth ripped out of my mouth. But when someone takes it when they're not in any pain, when they're just trying to get a high, that's why it creates a, sense, a different sense because it's going to different neurosystems. Um, in your brain. And what's happening is people, they don't know. Things are prescribed to people because they meet with a doctor. A doctor knows, you know, your allergies, uh, your previous medical history, what is and isn't, you know, good for you. And when people are just taking this sort of, uh, you know, stealing it from a parent or borrowing it from a friend or buying it off someone, there can be adverse effects to it and it can affect them really bad. And they, you know, a doctor can prescribe the correct amount for someone and when someone's taking it, you know, to, to get high, definitely they can be really poor consequences. Something, too, I thought was, you know, sort of sad and alarming at the same time. Some kids are buying, you know, prescriptions off of other people, not even, um, you know, not really to get high, but to stay focused in school. There's such a new stress um, for kids to do so well in school. I know I came from a community that, you know, people's backup school was brown, and there was this, in a good way, you know, this really competitiveness for good grades, which in one sense is good, but in another sense is a big pressure. You know, money is so much tighter for kids now. They're trying to get scholarships. They're trying to get really good grades. And colleges that maybe weren't as hard to get into now are are really hard. You know, people, you know, you may have a really great point, a good grade point average in SAT, but even if you have a, you know, 3.8 and you did really well, Anyone who had a 4.0 is going to beat you out. So there's an extreme pressure. So people feel they need to stay up all night studying. They need to keep that montage going. So sometimes one of our teens uh, that's a, uh, that is a reporter on Express Yourself and a volunteer with Be the Star You Are just had an article uh, printed in the newspaper called Overcoming Fear, and another one did one on stress, and they talked about just exactly what you're saying right now. Um, completely. And, uh, you know, that's, you know, that's something that's unfortunate that kids feel that pressure. And if something, if they truly needed that, you know, again, in talking about these medications, these are prescribed because they need them in general. And something, too, what's happening is people, a lot of times, you know, parents, they may have tons of leftover prescription drugs. And something that's new in communities is people can go usually, you know, once a year, um, they'll do these uh, drug drop-offs so that people can turn in 
old, expired drugs that they're no longer using. There's no questions asked. It's, some, it's similar. Uh, some communities do this with weapons or guns, um, you know, and they get gift card, or it's just so they can take these off because a lot of times it happens, they're left at home. Um, you know, if kids, <clears throat> excuse me, if kids are taking these from their parents, sometimes, you know, the, the parent wasn't using this medicine for a year or two. They're not going to notice that these things are gone. Um, so kids are taking them to school. They're passing them out. And this is when it gets into trouble as well, too, as kids that are at that experimental age. They might be mixing it with alcohol or, you know, mixing it with some other kind of drugs. And this is where the really bad effects come. And also people don't know, you know, what exactly is in all these medications. And they, you know, they're taking something they may possibly have an allergic reaction to. They may have an adverse effect. So it's really kind of starting with your kids, you know, incorporating, talking about all this. If your child, if your kid really feels they are having issues in school, you know, that they need something or, you know, if you've noticed hyperactivity, to talk with your doctor. But medicine isn't always, um, you know, isn't the first thing or isn't always the answer. There's other ways to go about it. Some people may actually need people may not be asked. Um, another thing, you know, too, what's making it is a lot of kids feel that peer pressure for it. It's confusing. You know, there's self-esteem, that wanting to feel, you know, a, a part of something. That's usually what leads kids into a lot of, you know, risky behaviors is they want to feel a part of something. And they feel that you know, there's, there's this stuff our society kind of have, the things we can't have, we want so bad. And so kids are going to experiment with things, which is a part of life. But when you're messing with drugs, that, you know, the misconception is that because they're prescribed, that they're safer. And for the most part, they can be very, very dangerous. And, and that well, is something that really that we as parents have an obligation to discuss, I think, with our children and also with our colleagues and our peers to keep our children safe and our teens safe. Because as you said, they may not, because they are a prescription, they have that con- preconceived notion that they'd be safer to use when, when in fact they can be more, more dangerous. Yeah, and I just want to give up some tips real quickly. As, as I was saying before, I am an advocate for medications. I think they do, if, they're, if you're taking them for a purpose and they've been prescribed to you and you're taking them as, as told, you're not abusing them. Um, for someone, if you don't want to, if this is for teenagers, if you don't want to become a, you know, an unsuspected drug but or if, you, if your kid is taking a medication and you don't want them to become, you know, this new school supplier, ask your doctor for the fewest amount of pills um, that can be scribed. And always, um, you can always get refills if you run out. And a good thing, too, usually with these medications um, that are, you know, for neurological things, they usually don't give you instant refills. You usually have to go back to the doctor every month to discuss with them. So that's one way, you know, to kind of keep the, and, you know, people will be aware if, um, if you are out of the pills earlier. Um, also, keep potentially, uh, you know, dangerous medications out of the wrong hand. Lock up, you know, medicine cabinets or move it or, you know, put them in areas that aren't accessible to your children. Don't leave medications open um, or out in open locations. And also keep track of the number of pills. If that's something, you know, you're concerned about, whether it's your medication, if you're taking something, or if your kid, if you notice, you know, they were prescribed 60 pills and two days later there's only 15 pills in there, that's something to discuss with them. So just kind of keeping an eye on, um, you know, what's coming in and out of your household when it comes to these medications. That's all really important information because our our goal is to keep our children safe. We all love our children and we want them to grow up to be responsible, loving adults and happy people. 
And that's part of being a parent. It's not our job to be their friend when they're young. It's our job to be their parent. So let's uh, not have the new face of addiction be our children. We don't want drug abuse and we don't want it to skyrocket. So Heather Brittany, thank you so much again for a wonderful Health Matters segment. Would you give out the websites? Most definitely. We want to go. We want you to go to bethestaryard.com as well as bethestaryard.org. And when we return from break, pearls of wisdom from the author of 28 books who has helped us all live beautifully and with integrity, Alexandra Stoddard will be with us. This is an interview I have dreamed about doing for over 20 years. Don't go away. My name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Whitney. And you're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. We'll be back in a bit. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. Find out what's happening on the World Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword World Talk Radio. Are you a teenager with lots to say but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel. And join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Find out what's happening on the World Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at World Talk Radio. Be the star you are. You are the star. Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and motivated to greatness with positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Turn up the volume. Tune in to the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, back to the program with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. My gratitude to you all for staying with us here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, where each week we bring you the pioneers on the planet who are making a difference, giving back, and creating a more beautiful world for all of us. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and I'm honored to be your on-air personal growth coach. This program is brought to the airwaves under the auspices of Be The Star You Are 501c3 charity with a mission of increasing literacy and providing positive message programming while we empower women, families, and youth. Make a tax-deductible donation today and help send a book to a person in need. Visit be the star you are dot org or btsya.org. Well, Alexandra Stoddard captured the world's attention with her theme of living beautifully and spiritually every day. She's been a household name for 
several decades as an acclaimed interior designer, a TV host, an author of over 28 books, a featured personality in magazines and newspapers worldwide, and speaking from her own experience as a mom and as a grandmother, and of course, with the many conversations she's had with her colleagues, friends, and her children, she has created a magnificent new gift book with her latest release, The Shared Wisdom of Mothers and Daughters, The Timelessness of Simple Truth. Welcome, Alexandra, to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Thank you, Cynthia. I'm so happy to be with you. Well, I am really excited, and as I told you off air, you've been an inspiration to me for years. Now, do you like to be called Alexandra or Sandy? Because I, I Alexandra, go ahead. Uh, Alexandra, simply because the only people that call me Sandy have known me since. Um, That's the what of time. I figured because I was looking at your acknowledgments in the back, and it was so darling because <laughs> your editor, yeah, who I mean, not your editor, your uh, literary agent. Who has been with you since 1974? You right. give love and appreciation as Sandy, right. and then, of course, newer people in your life. You have Alexandra, and I understand this because so many of us have these nicknames, you right. know, and uh, and also in the professional world, people know you as Alexandra. Right. Well, you have been interviewed by all the greats in the world: <laughs> Barbara Walters and Katie Couric, and right. Oprah Winfrey, and numerous other prominent interviewers, and I, Cynthia Bryan, really, really. I'm just thrilled to death to have this opportunity. When I was establishing my own interior design and garden design firm back in the 80s, I want you to know it was your books that guided me. They called to me. And today we're speaking about another subject that's very dear to my heart. And again, that is your newest book, The Shared Wisdom of Mothers and Daughters. Throughout the book, you have numerous quotes and you say that one of your greatest teachers is Aristotle, but I'm, I believe it's probably all the different philosophers and, and wise people throughout the ages. When did you really start, uh, you know, having these, um, these pearls of wisdom, these quotes kind of guide you and lead you? Because you, you always sprinkle these throughout your writings. I do, because I, I, I went to design school and I went around the world, but I never went to a, a formal liberal arts college. And so I study all the time. And Aristotle, for example, was somebody that I was told to study when I was a teenager, when I was in um, the New York School of Interior Design. So I just take the wisdom, these nuggets of gold that these wise thinkers have have uh, passed on to us and the wonderful thing is that it's 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 ours for the taking we we can absorb them into our into our soul it's, it's so beautiful and uh, i i just feel that, that this is I've, I've 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 deepened myself since i since i was really old enough to when i went around the world and when i started really thinking and realizing how important beauty is you know beauty happiness and balance are so important in order for us to live well. And I, I just think that the quotations that I, that the thinkers that I, that I borrow from and learn from, I want to pass on to other people who might not have read the same things I have. You know, I couldn't agree with you more. We have a miracle moment on every show, and which is a quote by some, some you know, person from throughout history, living or dead. And I feel so... 
so much that we stand on the shoulders of giants. And it's so important that we live these adages every day because it gives us something to live for. And talking about happiness and balance, you are like the happiness queen. All anyone (laughs) has to do is look at a picture of you and your beauty and enthusiasm and passion just comes like it just spews forth from the photograph. Because it really is important to walk our talk, to be authentic, and to be the person we were born to be. Now, in your newest book, The Shared Wisdom of Mothers and Daughters, you are really honoring your two daughters as well as your grandchildren. And I don't know about you, but with my children are in their 20s now, but I still think of them as being children, although they're now adults and we can be good friends. How how is it with you? Do your daughters, do you feel like that often too? I know you you say in your book, you don't give advice, you know, as much, you just, you listen. But... Isn't it interesting to be a mom? We always have that mom instinct. Well, we do, and we always will, and that's love. And the thing is that, that about Alexander and Brookie is that they're, Brooke is, is 43 and Alexander is 46. And when, when I wrote Things I Want My Doors to Know, they were in their 30s. As, as our children get older, the relationship changes. It's not like a friendship that you, you have in... In school, it's 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 a very different one. It's a very sacred friendship, but it's different. But it's very very tight and important. And I just find that 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 that, that this is just so much warmer and so much more joyful. Somebody asked me recently, "Do I like being a grandmother better than I like being a parent?" Well, you, you can't have one without the other. I mean, I, I'm right, a, I'm right. a mother of these wonderful girl daughters that. Marry the, the wonderful man that have these beautiful children. I, I just find that I want to go back for just a second to what you were talking about, the miracle moment and, and, and the quotations by these wise thinkers. These are the giants. These are the people that we are, that are holding us up on angels' wings. These are the people that we should always look up to because they're the ones that stand the test of time and they're helping us to live a better life. And they're helping us to be the best we can be and to do good and, 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 and serve others. I just find that the more greatness I aspire to in my own life, the more I have to uh, hang around these great minds and study philosophy and, and, and really study every single day. Well, you know, in talking about studying, I just believe that we have to grow, and we have to grow every minute. The minute that we stand on our laurels, and I know, I think it was Brookie that said, oh, you could, Mom, now you could stand on your laurels, and you're like, no, I'm going to keep going, is that I do think that the, that that life's purpose is us for, for to grow, evolve, just like a beautiful rose. If we don't continue growing, we die. We stagnate. And so life has to be a rolling university. We need to learn something every day. And who better to learn from than if we can incorporate the wisdom of the ages? You know, okay. if we can just take in all these beautiful words. It's like, I remember my good friend Bernie Siegel saying to me uh, a long time ago, he said that there's really nothing new in the universe. And there's probably nothing new that's going to be written. It's just that we're going to all do it in our own ways and reinterpret it. And I think that that's why we need to study these wise people. 
I couldn't agree with you more. And and uh, one of my favorite essays in my new book is don't go through life, grow through life. In fact, I was working on a book about aging and nobody <coughs> seemed a bit interested in it. And now I'm talking about keep on growing. I don't have the exact title, but you know, it, it, the whole inner growth, the spiritual uh, awakening, the the, the 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 epiphany, the the, the sense of, of 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 enlightenment and 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 transcending our older selves, not being competition with other people, but be, be better than we were yesterday, and be better tomorrow than we than we are today. This is what I'm striving to do. This is what I'm hoping to give as an example for my children, and my grandchildren. And when people ask me what do I really want to pass on to my daughters and my grandchildren, I want to pass on a love of life and happiness. Because this is all we have, is this very, very moment. And if we can live this really, really beautifully, then then we figured it out. And we can keep on figuring it out. And we can keep growing and learning more. And, and, and the old wisdom is not old at all. Have you noticed how fresh it is? It it's is so... It's ageless, and you hit the right things. And, you know, it's effortless to live beautifully and to live happily because (laughs) you say this very clearly in your book, and it's something that I live by in the book. We're talking with author Alexander Stoddard. The book is The Shared Wisdom of Mothers and Daughters, The Timelessness of Simple Truth, is that we have a choice in life. We can choose to be happy or we can choose to be unhappy. And we have a choice to do everything. But the key is, is if we're optimistic, if we're playful, if we choose happiness, everything around us is better. You have so many examples in the book about friends who have been ill. I loved the one with your friend who had been diagnosed with breast cancer. And she said, you know, okay, let's get over this. I have a tennis tournament in a month. And then she went on to win the the tournament. To win the tournament. That's the attitude. Do you know know how old she is? No, how old? She's in her 80s. (laughs) Isn't that fabulous? Well, speaking of age, I had no idea. And I guess he's probably older now because you talk about your beloved Peter as night was 91 when you wrote this book. That's right. And yet still just really vigorous and and so loving. And I just love the chapter that you wrote about your relationship. What a great gift to your daughters and to everyone that you meet Uh to have that kind of loving, caring, respectful, give-and-take relationship. And it's rare. It's 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 very rare. The fact that we have it, we we were married 39 years last, last Saturday, so... We, we, Happy anniversary! Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're still celebrating. <laughs> well, you're going to be, you'll celebrate every day, right? Yeah. Until you hit 40 years. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and then you'll keep celebrating. <laughs> and that's the, you know, that is another key. Life is a celebration. Right. And uh, this is something that, that, comes out. This is part of the wisdom. You talk about organization. I, like you, I have to be organized in, before I can get into my zone or work. My, right. I like a clean house. I like an right. organized garden. You know, right. I, I like things in their place. Right. And to me, that adds to the beauty of life when you can wake up and you can smell the flowers and you just know that there's not chaos. Well, you remember my book, Living a Beautiful Life, Five yes. Ways to Add Elegance, Order, Beauty, and Joy to Every Day of Your Life. Order is, is the thing that precedes everything that we, that we strive for in life. Anything that's beautiful 
and and sensuous and lovely. We can't we can't live in chaos. We, it's just it just makes us nervous, and being nervous is not not part of living a beautiful life. And it's interesting how many people do live in chaos, you know, and they pile instead of file or whatever. And then they wonder why they can't find things or they have a lack of, you know, they don't have any time for anything. Time is something you talk about as well. I mean, we all have the same 24 hours in every day. We all have the same, you know, 60 minutes in an hour. But it's how we spend our time, how we're prepared for the disappointments, for the joys, it's it's up to us to right. design our future if we want to predict our future. Right. And the thing is, if we really, really, really love life as much as we pretend we do or think we do or want to, want to we won't pile things up and create chaos and have piles that fall all over the place and have to clean up your house before you have anybody come over to have tea with you. This is a ridiculous way to live. There's no need for it. It's just living. It's just living in the dark. It's just not appropriate. I, I, that's why I love the sunflower in my book, Cynthia. I love the sunflower because sunflowers always face the light. They, they always nev- face the sun. That's why the they're sun. called that's sunflowers. Right. That's right. And you know that the sunflower. It's a beautiful, you know, a beautiful book. For those just joining us, we're speaking with Alexandra Stoddard. Her newest book is The Shared Wisdom of Mothers and Daughters, and it's just a lovely gift book, not only to give your daughter or your mother, but, you know, any woman that you really care about. It's just that's so filled with just genuine, heartfelt gifts and ways, sensibilities in the way that you have lived your life, Alexandra, and, oh, uh, and as an example to people, because we're all humans, you know, we're all humans in training, we're all going to make mistakes, and we're, but if we, can, if we always keep learning and always keep growing, and when you were talking about growing there, the title, I write a garden column, and my, my tagline is happy growing, and it's, the, it's a kind of a metaphor be, right. between growing flowers and growing yourself because right. my, my um, column is called Digging Deep, and it's really about digging into your soul. It's the soul of gardening. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, you but, see, it's all, it's all one. It's, there's no separation between right. the, what, we, what we grow in our garden, what we, oh, my gosh, it's so exciting to realize that we are part of this. We are very, very important part of this creation, and we can be healthy and thrive, and we can face the sun and 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 have our optimism and our positive attitude light the world and be the sunflower we were born to be. That's right. That's <laughs> now right. you lived in New York City for most of your life, I did. and then it was your daughters who convinced you to move to your beautiful cottage. That's right in Connecticut. Right. And it must have been, you know, a little bit stressful to think, oh, you're going to, to from the city to the country. But as I'm reading your book and and following you, watching the harbor and listening to the waves and seeing the birds and, and your lovely garden, it sounded so serene and so peaceful. It seems like you're really home now. I am home now, Cynthia, and I just was a little bit concerned about Peter because he had lived in New York City literally since he was five years old in 1927. So I was a little concerned about Peter living here full time. We had this house for many, many years. We loved it, but being here full-time is different. He has just taken to it. He is the village sage. Everybody stops to talk to Peter. 
it takes a long time to walk down uh, Water Street because he wants to talk to everybody, every bird, every he sings, he he makes bird calls with the cardinals. He talks to every child. He plays with every puppy. It's just an, an adorable Isn't it thing. Wonderful. To see somebody so happy. It's happy. Well, again, both of you are just such a lovely couple because you don't just talk and write about happiness. And and again, Peter is a writer as well. Hey. Is you live happiness. You and you make a conscientious effort hey. to live together harmoniously. And with joy. And when you live with joy, you bring joy to other people because we're just mirrors of one another. Right, exactly. You're so right. And the thing is that just, you know, as you said, it's so easy to live a beautiful life. Well, it's really quite simple to be in love and to be loving and to be caring and to pay attention and to really care about somebody so deeply that you want their happiness all the time and to see that they're thriving. Whatever chapter they're in in their lives. It's it's really quite remarkable because if you pay attention to the little details, then you, there you are. You're living a beautiful life because it's right there in front of you. Well, it's, it's as you say is that you have to get to your inner self and you have to do something for yourself as well. Give yourself space so that there's space for the relationship. One thing you've talked about and you're, you're very, very pro- not only pro-female, and again, you had said that you'd been accused of being a man basher, but I loved it how you said you wouldn't be, if you love men, you know, who would you be without loving men in your life? But the key that you want to get across is it's so important for women today, because we're living in a different society, it's a different time, it's a technological time, that women need to know how to be their own person. They need to reach out and go for their dreams and live their goals and, and, you know, do what they want, not live through a man, but be together because they want to be together. Would you elaborate on that a bit more? Because I think it's really critical. It's different from our parents and grandparents and great-grandparents. Oh, yes. P- Peter's generation, his mother never worked, his sisters never worked. They had no dreams other than cooking and baking and sewing and and taking care of the children and right you had to be a wife and a mother or you were nothing right right, right. and 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 what he's done so deliberately for me is he's he's absolutely insisted that I keep my name Alexander Stoddard his name is Peter Brown and he's absolutely promoted me in every way he's it, it, he was the lawyer for my corporation he he encouraged every international transaction I ever had he really had such a brilliant career of his own and, and as an international uh, trial lawyer and, and, and still to have time for me, only to support me, to listen, to encourage me, and go, go. You know, and when I finish one book, he wants to know how I'm working on the next book. He's always encouraging my, my, the, 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 the urges that I have to create and to give back and to, and to, and to be part of, of the, of the of the you know wonderful energy of of the universe the spirit energy and and I, not everybody has a, a peter for their for their no you have been uh, this is a very fortunate and god given right. gift that right. you have e- each other cuz he's been your champion your right. your greatest cheerleader your biggest supporter but what an example for what a good marriage and a good relationship can be because we can't live in the should have, could have, would haves. 
Huh. We need to create this. So right. you have a whole chapter in here when you talk about, you know, finding the partner, finding right. the spouse. And the thing about it is, is to be really clear on what you're going to, to want and need. And this is what you want and need is a, a happy, encouraging, supportive, caring, loving. And I loved that page where you both sat down and said, you know, what do you want in one another? I think that's an exercise that every relationship needs to do. I agree. It's, it's and, I, and, I, and I think that the more we, that's why I like to write, because when you write it down, you can see what you really feel. That's and right. Yeah, it's it's, you've got to get it out of your head. You that's know, you've right. got to get it out of out of your head and in, you know, and out of your heart, too. Right. So this particular chapter, this was just so, I mean, I, I, if it's okay, I just would like to, uh, to shout it out. It's okay. called Know What to Look for in a Husband and What to Work Toward in a Marriage. And then there's a wonderful quote by Lee Ullman, if only we could all accept that there's no difference between us where human values are concerned, whatever sex. Because that's true. We're all the same. We want the same things. Just because we're male or female doesn't mean that, you know, that one person has to drink beer and sit on the couch and the other person scrubs the floor. But you had this, that husbands can answer this question in their own words. And you asked Peter what he wants from me. And his response was rapid. He wanted love, happiness, health, creativity, passion, mental stimulation, time with the children and grandchildren, being up to date with world affairs, looking and feeling attractive, financial security, a beautiful environment, freedom to develop potential, and fresh flowers. So cute. And then he was on a roll. He was like, darling, I want you to have a bright and happy future. <laughs> and then he went on and, and it was like, and he wanted to know, you know, what do you want from me, you know, um, as your husband? And then his responses came back again. And it was just so fabulous that it, that so quickly you could say love, trust, kindness, cheerfulness, etc. So this to me is an exercise that every couple could do because how nobody's a mind reader. And if we ask our spouse what it is that we want and expect, perhaps we'll get it. What do you think? Oh, I, to- I totally agree. And the, th- the cutest thing of all is that Peter did that so rapid fire. It was just yeah. stream of consciousness just poured out of him. It, it must have been so fun. It was, a, well, as you said, it was a stream of consciousness. It was right. It just came out. It just, just came just out. Understanding, out. integrity, right. caring. Right. And did you do? And you go do it back, and you'll probably have the similar things. But I loved the fresh flowers because something that you've done throughout your life, you've always had fresh flowers in rooms. It's something you like to arrange them. You, right. you. It just wakes you up. It's something that I've done too, and I probably. Learned this from you, although oh. we did it as children because I grew up on a farm and we always, my mom's a major gardener. So flowers are something that is like, it's key to, to me, it's key to happiness. When I look at f- flowers, I see nature. And when I see nature, I feel such a part of the whole universe. I feel like we're all one. Does oh. that, do you feel like that? I, I so feel like that. And I become, in other words, I do a one flower meditation every morning in my desk and I, I become one with the flower. Right now, we have peonies, we have, we have lilac, we have lily of the valley. It's just, it, New England is, is quite wonderful right it's now. It's so wonderful. My peonies just finished, and I was just, you know, I just absolutely love them. And in fact, 
for Mother's Day, I did an article in honor of my mother this year, and she knows how much I love peonies. And when I was at her garden, she's always in her garden, she had bought me more peonies. And I was like, oh, gosh, this is like the greatest gift. But, you know, it's also the fragrances, the lilac, the wisteria, the all the uh, jasmine. Oh, my gosh. D- don't you just love the smells? It's like it just awakens our senses. Oh. And we're so fortunate to be able to see, experience all of these, this beauty. So um, I want to just get to a couple other things because it's such a lovely book. We're speaking with Alexandra Stoddard, her book, The Shared Wisdom of Mothers and Daughters, The Timelessness of Simple Truths. So Alexandra, how did your daughters love your book? Did they feel just, you know, so grateful and honored that you would want to do another book i know you always include family but you know that you wanted to do that it was really specifically as a a tribute to them it's a love story it's a love story it's a love story it's a lovely and did they feel the love they had to yes and they're very private people but but this is something that it's it's just it's it's a they're my beloved daughters, and I just had to do this. It came out of an abundance in my heart, and and I just felt that this was what I had to do because they're so unbelievably important to me and and my grandchildren. I just the way they're raising these beautiful children is so uh, uh, just so delicious. So I I just feel that this is a, probably the really happiest, most fulfilling chapter in my life. I didn't realize that, I guess I didn't really know. Peter Peter didn't think that he'd ever become 91 and still having fun and not married to a nun, you know. Right. <laughs> he, he really didn't know. So here we are having fun. We've raised our children. We've educated them. Now we're enjoying the grandchildren that are thriving and, and flourishing. It's just a, it's just a delicious, wonderful time in, in, in our lives. And we're, we're having plenty of time to walk about and to study and to to philosophize and to think from our higher point of view. Yeah, and I want to say, and you're doing all this without technology, but you do have a cell phone now, which is is good. My sister lives the same way, no computers. She just got a cell phone. She didn't have an answering machine. She really just wanted to be, you know, with the natural way of nature. And right. I think it's so wonderful. Although you say this is the one of the greatest chapters of your life, I have the feeling, Alexandra, that every chapter has absolutely been stunning, and each chapter just gets better and better. And with that, we're going to give out your website, alexandrastoddard.com. Go there, and you can read all about her, see all her different books that she has done, get her newsletter, find out where she's going to be, if she's, uh, you know, what, what her calendar is. As well as you can see um, Peter's books there. So, and you can see the great picture and your great energy and passion <laughs> that, that just pops out. So, Alexandra, I want to um, end it with Robert Browning's quote that you have in your book. Why stay we on earth except to grow? Because I believe we do have to keep growing. And we're going to yeah. look forward to your growing book, How yeah. to Keep Growing and Going. I love it. Because we all can and we must. And this is the joy. This is really where the joy is, the fun. That's it's, right. It's learning and growing and, and getting, getting wiser. And, and I, I, a lot of people think that they can be wise when they're young. And maybe some people are gifted that way. But I find that it gets a little bit better 
uh, as we as we as we go along and 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 fill our hearts and minds and souls with the with the wisest thinkers throughout this wonderful historical. well you just keep having fun i have three rules in life it's smile have fun and be wild and crazy and that means to take risks and enjoy every moment so you have been doing just exactly that and you're continuing to do that so tell Peter, hello. Give him a hug, yourself a hug, and keep walking down the street, talking and chatting and smiling and laughing and being together with everyone because we all love you and we really appreciate this new book, The Shared Wisdom of Mothers and Daughters, The Timelessness of Simple Truths. Alexandra Stoddard, she also authored the book, Things I Want My Daughters to Know. Again, go to her website, alexandrastoddard.com. Alexandra, thank you what so a love very. Fest. You were, you were, you and I are just so we're peace we're similar, aren't we? We really are. I know, it's I know. So it's wonderful. Like, I know, just, I know, and I, I just, you know, I think this is why, as I said, when I first read your book, um, how many years ago? It's in the eighties. I thought, oh my gosh, I love this woman. I, I, <laughs> I felt like we were kindred spirits That's then, right. yeah. and I'm just so thrilled i can't tell you how excited i am that finally after all these years that i've been doing television and radio and interviewing i'm finally interviewing you it's oh. it's it's a dream come true well this is the way i feel Cynthia, <laughs> and i just want to want to just tell you that i'll keep on working because i have a feeling we'll stay connected let's stay connected i, I know i'm going to have to actually get out a pen and write you because you don't do email so <laughs> And I, with my, the, my handwriting now, I raise chickens, and my mom says that now my ch- my handwriting looks like it's chicken, uh, you know, chicken writing. So I don't know how good that'll be. I'll have but to. But remember, a, a, a letter is a gift you give yourself. I wrote a. Book I know you wrote that, and it I is. Know. I love letters. Letter, I love I letters. I just got a letter actually from London. Uh, from a guest that was on the show two weeks ago who wrote me this lovely handwritten letter, and it was like, oh, my gosh, nobody does this anymore, and I really appreciate it. And um, I do love, I actually am one of those people that do write, you know, short things, but I do I do like to do handwritten, so Good. I hope people can read my writing, though. Well, I, I, will, I will find a way to decipher your writing if you ever write to me. Okay, <laughs> okay. That sounds good. That sounds good. And I'll look forward to hearing from you. So we will stay in touch, and uh, and you'll know how to get in touch with me. I'll, I'll yes. send some information over to uh, your publicist well, at, you the, please, at the publisher. I, I would be ever so grateful. Yes, yes, and you know, the next book that I write, I'm definitely going to contact you to get an endorsement, and you, anytime you want one, you know, you can get one from me. So, uh, (laughs) um, thank you, this has just been fantastic. Alexandra Stoddard, pick up a copy of The Shared Wisdom of Mothers and Daughters, and go to her website, alexandrastoddard.com, and while you're there, check out any of her other best-selling books, because... There are numerous ones, so I imagine we'll be reading, you know, book 100 one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Alexandra. I have Thank to run. You. You've been joy. listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. My name Thank is you. Cynthia Bryan, and it is just a pleasure to speak with Alexandra. Thanks, Alexandra. We'll be in touch. Thank you. Bless you. Thank you, and bless you. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Star you are, the star you are. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite World Talk Radio show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com.
the volume, grab a seat, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and motivated to greatness. It's power party time on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with your hosts, the mother-daughter dynamic duo, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Well, thanks for staying with us here on World Talk Radio, where the world comes to talk and listen. That was a fabulous interview with a a great person that I have been dying to talk to, Alexandra Stoddard, so I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Chances are the only family member who spends more time in your home than you is your pet. So I had some some animal-friendly tips for you so that you can have a clean, safe, sleeker environment for you and your furry companions, you want to give your pet a soft and stylish place to land. So if your pup or your cat or whatever you have likes to hang out with you in the living room, consider having a pet bed made with the same fabric as your throw pillows. Make sure it's fur-friendly material or a more discreet option. They've started coming out with things like end tables and ottomans that have openings with built-in beds for your, your pet. So you may want to check that out. Keep pet products neatly corralled, coming home to a mess of chew toys and dog bones and, you know, and cat litter or plastic treats. That's an unsightly welcome. So for a quick fit, invest in display-worthy containers. What you might want to do is keep treats and extra food stored on countertops or in the pantry in something elegant, a, a beautiful glass jar. You know, they're great because then you know exactly how much food you have left because you can see through them. Or you might get a great wooden crate or a wicker basket where you can keep toys and bones and stylishly stow these, you know, in a place. I know for my dog, I have what's called a bone box and I had this really pretty basket where he had all his bones that were bones that we find in the hill. Consider what lies under the paws. You want to keep your floors clean and pristine, even when you have pets. And it can seem an impossible feat, but If you opt for easy, clean surfaces like tile or natural wood, it's more attainable. A favorite surface would be bamboo. It stays cool. It's elegant. It stands up to scratching from pet claws. And if you're concerned about uh, slipping paws, you could do a seagrass rug or something durable that will clean easily. Avoid anything with continuous loops, which could get caught on claws. I know I did a design for a house with a, a client who raised Bengal cats, and we had to do every room, the Bengal cats, there were five of them, and these are like five, only five generations removed from the wild, so we had to be very, very specific in what we specified, and it just turned out beautiful. You just have to take the time to design it properly. Take the fur out of the furniture. Instead of trying to avoid the inevitable pet hair on your sofa, what you could do, we can recommend, and, you know, there are some ways to uh, mask it. Of course, you want to vacuum it and keep it clean, but do choose upholstery perhaps in the same color as the family's uh, pet as the fur because that way uh, you you won't see it as quickly. Otherwise, you're going to be you know, connected to your vacuum cleaner and your brush. You want to steer clear of fur magnet materials like wool or um, any uh, any material that is going to have, again, loops or knots in it, because it's just going to be a, a, a magnet for any of that. If you're working with existing furniture, you may want to get some slip covers. They are gorgeous, especially the ones, you know, they have for beach houses. 
I always have the slip covers, and that way you can actually change your decor. And if you get things that, that are really practical, you can just throw them in the wash because they're easy to clean. And the more fabric softener you use, the more easily the fur will come off in the wash. So that might be a few happy tips and easy tips for you to have a pet. Now, for me, as you know, I am a big animal lover, and I have a huge barnyard filled with chickens and ducks and geese and rabbits and goats and, you know, the whole, oh, and my pot belly pig. But I don't have any animals in the house. I because I actually prefer just to have the animals where they're supposed to be, you know, where they live outside. But many, many people have animals in the house. And if you just follow a few of these tips, both you and your Fido can live happily ever after at home. Well, I want to thank you so much for listening uh, here today on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with me and my daughter, Heather Brittany. As we are your personal growth success coaches, we want to help you grow in life and to live a more beautiful life. For more information on Star Style Productions, you can visit star-style.com. To make a donation to Be The Star You Are charity, please visit bethestarur.org. If you want to get a booking for a consultation or coaching session, you can call 925 925- 377 star a 925 star 377star or feel free to email me Cynthia at star style.com our aim is always to encourage inspire inform and motivate see beyond your physical being and know you already are the star you dreamed of becoming cherish the past dream of the future and celebrate every moment of your life And read a book this week. It's like a garden in your pocket. And may I suggest that you pick up the shared wisdom of mothers and daughters. And while you're there, pick up a couple of my books, Be the Star You Are and Be the Star You Are for Teens. Or perhaps you may want the blessings of love and relationships. Until next week when we celebrate once again, remember for every beauty there is an eye somewhere to see it. For every truth there's an ear somewhere to hear it. For every love, there is a heart somewhere to receive it. All Love always wins. Kindness always prevails. And smiles will keep us happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan. This show is Star Style. Be the star you are. I thank you and encourage you. Be the star you are. Thank you for joining me. We'll be together next week. Thank you for tuning in every week for the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Our goal is to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to reach for the stars and shine brightly. For further information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. You're invited to our Power Party next week and every week right here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel with the dynamic duo, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, our health hero, Heather Brittany, and the pioneers on the planet. We'll pour more champagne for the spirit with positive, uplifting, life-changing radio. Until we play again, be the star you are. You are.